This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, it is time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Kevin, I'm glad we were able to get Kenny Gant to hype us up for the oh, game yeah. on Sunday. I actually have a lot of nervous energy. Wife's trying to figure out, like, uh, she's like, hey, should we have this kind of party? And I'm like, I want to be alone by yeah. myself watching. I'm so terrified. Next year, next year, Mike, I will go out and watch football games with other people. Uh, you want to go where the people I are? I think I'm going to close it down and want just a couple more games, and hopefully like that all work out for me. Because if I'm sad, I don't want to be sad around people. If you go out where the people are, you can see what the people see. I should probably be around the people. All right, let's, you know what, take it to DallasCowboys.com and talk to Kyle Yeomans right now. Kyle, how's it going today, man? It's good. Why Why are you nervous to go watch the game with other people? I mean, come on. You could come out to the watch party. You could come. Hang out with us. I mean, the door's always open, Corey. Door is always get after open. it. I, yeah. My guess, Corey, before you answer, Kevin's known me for a long time, so that you like to swear and or kick inanimate objects. I'm very quiet and reserved during the game. Actually, I'm oh, very like I up. sit there and wait, and oh, then I go like stew right, for a right, while. Right. So I don't know, man. I'm just actually okay, I got I'm as excited for this game, Kyle, as I've been in in a very long time. And we've been kind of going through this all day today. I think this team is very different than the team that played against San Francisco last year. Do you agree or disagree? No, I, I completely agree. And it's just a different feeling around the way that they're anticipating this game, much like you, you just said. It, it's not even really a nervous energy. It's more of just an opportunity to go prove people wrong. And last year, whenever they were having these conversations and we were talking about going into that matchup against San Francisco, there was a lot of happy to be there. I mean, we weathered the storm of 2020 and we're back into the playoffs and and have a a healthy team and a healthy opportunity. Whereas this year, the feeling is, is much further in the direction of get out of our way. Uh, I mean, San Francisco is just another step on the totem pole to get to where we really want to get to. And I mean, that's a credit to the coaching staff and and some of the guys that they've really uh, put in a leadership role here in Dallas. I mean, they've done a good job of setting this up, but also some of these players, I mean, look at what Micah Parsons was saying just a couple days ago. That's a second year player that people are turning to in the locker room and, and are very confident in not only because of his play, but because of his mindset as well. I think you're right. I think you're spot on. This is a different feeling around this team. Now, will that translate to a win? We'll have to see on Sunday because they've got to still come out and execute. You can't be over the top excited going into that matchup, but just at least in the the week of preparation, it it feels like uh, it it certainly is a a different anticipation this week than it was last year. Kyle, I think you're spot on with that because that's what I was thinking along the way is they can be a different team. This can be a different mindset, but still, even with that in mind, do you think – 
that the Cowboys match up well or can defeat the 49ers? Can they defeat the 49ers? Absolutely. I think this team is good enough to do that. Is it a good matchup? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, any, anytime you see what they've done, and you put on the film, it's impressive. I mean, there's so many versatile weapons. And it's not even just the fact that they've got five guys. It's the fact that they've got five guys that are all interchangeable with each other and that can all do different things. McCaffrey, he's a, a pass catcher. He's a runner. Same thing with Debo Samuel. Then you've got Kyle Juszczyk, who can do a little bit of everything. You've got George Kittle, who's the most versatile blocker and, and the, one of the top pass catchers at, at tight end. They've got versatile pieces that are so interchangeable with each other. There's really no way for a defense to be balanced going up against that. So matchup-wise, it's, it's a bit of a nightmare. But is this team talented to overcome that and to, to – take care of the football and attempt to really uh, at least limit some of those areas, then, yeah, I, I think they've done that and they've shown throughout the year against good opponents that they've been able to do that. I think the thing that gives me confidence is the fact that Brock Purdy has not seen this defense yet. Yeah, He's not seen a defense of this speed and this caliber. They, they're going to be the ones that set the tone. I, I think Dallas is going to score points on San Francisco – it's whether or not they can slow down San Francisco. That, that's going to be the really ultimate difference on whether or not Dallas comes out on top. Well, Kyle, and, and I want to keep going with that kind of uh, that theme there just a little bit. I mean, you were there at camp with us, and Mike and I noticed mm-hmm. it. Kevin wasn't there because he was allegedly having a child. You've um, seen the baby. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. Allegedly. <laughs> the, but Jury's the, still out. Yeah, the, uh, he exists. The, like, <laughs> one of the themes that Mike and I picked up on was those guys were still bitter about the way they got handled up front by the yeah. San Francisco offensive line, which is still a very good offensive line. But I think one of the things I'm looking at, aside from Hankins being an addition, it feels like the the growth of Osa and the growth of some of those other guys that were young, I mean, even in their, their very young early careers, they've grown into like man bodies now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you look at Osa Digizua as probably the one that's taken the biggest jump. I, I think... You could also add Chauncey Golston as maybe an underutilized piece to this point. I really like in the limited amount of times that we've seen Chauncey, I like what we've seen from from Golston. So those two guys are on the uptick. I think the addition of Hankins really throws a, a yeah. wrench into what you were you were already trying to do with Quentin Bohanna and Neville Gallimore. Neither one of those guys really fit into this mold anymore. But Hankins gives you so much of, a, of an uptick from a run-stopping and a run-stuffing standpoint that you can't take them out of the game. That's why you saw Bohanna and Gallimore inactive this past Monday. So I, I, we were even talking about it today on, on the podcast, and, and we were kind of chatting about who who's the odd man out still, and it's probably those two again. It's probably Quentin Bohanna and Neville Gallimore, and that's more so uh, a, a compliment on what Osa Digizua Jonathan Hankins and, and Chauncey Golston have done on the interior of that line and not necessarily a knock on, on those two guys as much as it should be. When we flip the field to look at the 49ers defense is the man who sure he's got a couple of forced fumbles, but 18 and a half sacks, the presumptive NFL defensive player of the year. The person that I fear is thoughts about stopping or even just slowing down yeah. Nick Bosa. 
that's kind of exactly where I was going to go with it. You can't stop the guy, but you can plan around him. And by and honestly, I think the best way to do that is to go right at him. Look at the way that teams have played Micah Parsons. They don't run around him. They don't run to to the opposite side of him. They go right at him, and they take multiple guys with him. And, and so you're pulling guards, you're pulling tackles, and you're you're moving to that side of the football. So uh, so that way, whenever Bosa is coming off of the snap, he's met by not one but two or three guys, and then all of a sudden he's neutralized. And sure, he may still make the play because he's just that good and he is such a game wrecker. But if you're telling me that he's going to go one-on-one versus Tyron Smith or he's going to go one-on-four with three other guys to back up Tyron Smith, that's where I would go with that zone-blocking scheme and to kind of get those guys ahead and, and kind of pave the way a little bit for the guys coming out of the backfield. That's the best way to, to really chop down Nick Bosa. And so if, if he's going to get his fill, uh, you might as well let it be on your terms and, and not necessarily let him dictate what you're going to do offensively. I know Bosa's name, like he is a force on that team. What are your thoughts on and how to go, or not maybe not around or through, Fred Warner? What are your thoughts on what he does for this defense? <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's like a he's a heat seeking missile. Yeah, he I, I feel like every time you look up, he is plugging a gap, he's making a tackle, he's sideline to sideline. I think the the best thing there is uh, Tyler Biotish is going to have to have one heck of a game. I mean, you talk about what he was able to do against Vita Vea, which was limit the damage. Vita Vea is Vita Vea. He's a unique challenge in his own right uh, on that Tampa Bay defense. This week he's going to face Eric Armstead, who's not nearly as much of a challenge. But not only do you have to beat Eric Armstead, you're going to have to get up to the second level and wall off a guy like Fred Warner, which is easier said than done. So I think there's a lot of pressure on the interior of that offensive line to try and get up there before he can really get going and before he can really find a bit of momentum. If they can maybe chop him down at the second level, I think there's a lot of success that you can have either getting outside the tackles or getting past him. But that's a a huge task because he's – He's as good as any off-ball linebacker, probably the best off-ball linebacker in the NFL, and I, I, it may not even be very close to this point. I'm not encouraging you to get into this if you don't care for it. I don't know if you're much of a gambler. Are you familiar with the term? <laughs> are you familiar with the term "fade the public"? I'm not actually. What is that? So that's the idea that you find out who the public is betting and you bet against them because, especially this year, the public has done poorly in their betting in NFL games. Now, the reason why I bring that up is 60% of the money has come in on the 49ers minus four. And on the money line, 59% of the money has come in on the 49ers. So if Hmm. you fade the public, I'm just saying there's another reason, Kyle. We got to feel good. I, I'm interested in, in where, one, you're finding these numbers because that's intriguing. Hey, don't worry. <laughs> Maybe I'm a degenerate just like RJ. Who knows? <laughs> you just have an inside source. Very nice. Yeah, see, we're not allowed to bet. So this is all news to me. I love it. Of course, we look at the lines just to, to see exactly what Vegas is thinking. But, if yeah, if you're looking for another good sign, I think that's a good one to put it at because – you, you mentioned how the public has not been very good on NFL games. Look at what the Cowboys have done against the spread this year. They, What's the number? It's like 13-4, and four, something like that. I don't even know what it is now. But 
I remember early in the season looking at it, and, and their spread numbers were pretty impressive. Sounds like you know more about betting than perhaps you initially let on. <laughs> I keep tabs. It doesn't mean I'm betting, but I, I keep tabs on it. I think they're. I think eleven and seven against the spread this year for the oh, Cowboys. That's not as good as I thought it was. <laughs> so it, there you go. Yeah. I, I don't know as much as I thought. Fade the public. Fade Kyle. Yeah. That, in in <laughs> terms of betting, in terms of just betting purposes, that's it. In terms of knowledge, you've got it all. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. But yeah, you can you can fade Kyle if you want to. Do whatever, do whatever you need. I a lot of people are texting this in throughout the day, and it's kind of been one of those like we've been waiting for this moment to happen, and I'm not sure when it will happen. Is this is this a Turpin game? Is this one of those where we can oh. really see something special from the the kick return? Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. I've wanted to see it for quite some time. I thought it was going to happen in the wild card round. I thought he would get one. I thought just based off of what we had seen on film, I thought he was going to at least get an opportunity for one kick return and maybe a couple punt returns. I, I'm going to I'm going to shift that to this week. I, I think he does. I think he gets a big return here. I don't know if he takes it all the way back to the house, though that would be incredible. But I think he he sets you up in a good spot to be successful. So, yes, I'm going to say it's Turpin time coming up on Sunday. How there about we that? go. There Woo! we go. Mike's been pushing that for a while. And then the other thing, Jerry talked with us this morning, and and we were kind of talking about the master class that Kellen Moore had against Tampa and how it just seemed like they continue, They always had a play. They were like, you know what? We could just hand it off, but let's keep pushing this thing down the field and let's make something big happen. And I'm, I'm kind of, when it comes to what he's done with this offense and how he's grown it, Dak Prescott mm-hmm. looks very confident in it right now. Jerry said, though, this morning, I think that if you look at what we had midseason, I hope that San Francisco doesn't see anything that they saw on film early in the season. Does Kellen Moore have that in him? I, I think he does. And if you would have asked me this question, this goes back to the initial question of is this team different? Uh, if you would have asked me that same thing last year, I think I would have said no. I, I didn't believe that his his arsenal was deep enough from a play calling standpoint to to really upend a team in the playoffs. I I think there's things that have happened uh, at least in practice, or there's there's uh, some calls that have been on the back part of that play sheet that they haven't gone to yet, and I think it's going to play a factor at some point. Not maybe not this week, but at some point in the near future. If they can win this game, it may even be the week after that. But they're going to put everything they can on the table to get the job done. And I think Kellen Moore's a big part of that. I, I really, I was so impressed with what he did last week and from a play calling standpoint to set themselves up. And, and when they did that, uh, it's, it's something that I think he can grow upon heading into this week as well. Man, I feel like a lot short, of positive vibes, dude. feel like short of giving us I'm, a prediction. I'm, a I'm, person. I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> a win. Can you give us a prediction? Yeah, I'll give you one. I gave one this morning. Uh, I, I said it last week. I thought, Tampa Bay just wasn't as good as Dallas on paper. I I think San Francisco is just as good, if not better, than Dallas on paper. However, I think Dallas is better prepared from a a mental standpoint, from a mindset standpoint. And I think they pull out a really tight one. I'm going to say 27-23 with a fourth-quarter touchdown drive from the Cowboys to win it. That's going to be my my bold – in very specific prediction because I'm going to try and get it right two weeks in a row. Love it. We love you. Thank you so much for jumping on. You are always, I know we're joking about the gambling, a spring (laughs) of information. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. I'll talk to you soon. There you go. 
I always like talking to he's him. He's good, man. He's good. He he sees it from a play-by-play perspective. I mean, he's really good at that, too. Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, he's one of those guys to keep an eye on. He's a future star in this game. And he authorized Fade the Public, Fade the Kyle. Mm-hmm. We're the KNC Masterpiece <laughs> right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, oh, we're going to try to pull this off. We've done two segments in one before, but have we ever pulled off three segments in one? Mini Gridiron Gravy, Betting with Bassick, Masterpiece of the Week. It's the fastest segment in all of radio. It got even faster. And good news for you, it's next on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Goal to go from the three, and Prescott's going to throw it in the left side of the end zone, and it's Gallup behind the defender. Touchdown! Touchdown, Cowboys! KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. We're going to try to cram not one, not two, but three segments into this segment while also giving a shout-out from the 682. Can I get a birthday shout-out? It's the sixth anniversary of me turning 30. Is So some would say 36, but I choose to say happy 30th birthday, Emily. You can be better than me. Now, it's time to go around not all, but a lot of the NFL with some mini- Gridiron gravy. Yep. Nuggets. <laughs> we start. You can Couple, dip nuggets too. Ed Ed Donatell, the Vikings defensive coordinator. Coordinators were in sack left and right yesterday. Fired. The Dolphins also fired their defensive coordinator, Josh Boyer. Excuse me, Josh Boyer. Now, did you see what John Harbaugh said? about the Ravens who moved away from their offensive coordinator, whether you choose to believe that he actually stepped away or they politely told him to step away. John Harbaugh said, Lamar Jackson is our quarterback. There is a 200% chance he stays and he will be involved in the offensive coordinating hire. There's only 100%. I agree. But uh, that means they're franchise tagging him. I still won't believe that he's their quarterback, but I believe he's not going to be a free agent. So. Dude, does he do it again then on the franchise tag where he's like, oh, I'm injured now. And he could. I, he is hurt. Know, if y'all want to play this he, game. He just proved he will. Yeah. Man. Or maybe. But it's a lot of money to be paid. Remember You're DeMarcus paid Lawrence year, did but. the same thing here. He's like, that's fine. If you don't want to give me a contract, guess what? I'm hurt all year. Yeah. And he said, I'll wait to get surgery until <laughs> that gets set. That was a real thing that happened. All right. Leverage. The, the players, I believe in you guys. The players with the most postseason games with at least three touchdown passes throwing in NFL history? Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. Like active? Of all time. That's interesting that he said Mahomes first. That is not first place. However, that is fourth all time already. Think about that, Mike. Already he has seven playoff games with three touchdown passes or more. Fourth all time. He's... This is a big one for him this year to just all of a sudden maybe become a top 10 quarterback of all time if he wins it all this year. Um, I guess I'll go with Tom Brady because he has 750 playoff games. Tom Brady is number one with 13. 
Joe Montana, second Peyton with Manning? nine. Manning? That's a good guess. John Elway? I would have thought that. Aaron Rodgers oh, okay. is third with eight. made the playoffs eight. a lot. So Patrick Mahomes can already be tied for third this weekend. Marino. No, those are the only four I have listed. Andrew Luck. We're already, hey, we got to cram some, yeah, okay? Yeah. Uh, All right, so people have been asking, Giants are going to win, Giants are going to win, Giants are going to win, and a lot of money has come in on the Giants. I believe 68% of the public is betting the Giants. And people have brought up, well, it's so tough to beat a team a third time. False. Let's go ahead and break that narrative right now. Since the merger, teams that won twice over the same opponent in the regular season are 15-9 and nine in the third matchup. So I get it. It's closer. But people throw out this idea like it's next to impossible. Those teams are 15 and 9. Like the Cowboys in, in 07. Okay, well, we're on the wrong end of that. We're in the 9 category because all the Giants do is beat number one seeds in the playoffs. All right, so now that's going around part of the NFL for some mini gridiron gravy. Are yeah. you ready? For betting with Bassick. I am. I'm losing because you, son of a gun, won both games. Honestly, I bet last uh, week. So you won your game, uh, and then I lost the game that I bet. So I'm down 20 bucks. So I get to bet first against you. I am going to take the Kansas City Chiefs minus Thought nine. You might. That's the only game that I guess I feel really confident uh, with. Now, there could be rain in the forecast there, which could maybe hurt a little bit. But I do think Jacksonville, I've said it before, I think they won their Super Bowl last week. Now, they could play totally free and and just say, hey, we're playing with house money. Let's just go out there and have fun. But I think that they could be kind of hit pretty hard by Kansas City in that first quarter and go, oh, this isn't uh, as fun as playing the L.A. Chargers. I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but I just want to double check. Corey, no I'm bets. out this week. Okay. And mm. until I get a big Now, I will off. say this. Uh, Derek is working really hard right now. Uh, but I'm not bugging him with who he is betting okay. on. But I think he is going to take the Cowboys. I think he is going to take the Bengals, which I agree. I I would take the Bengals plus five and a half. Do you want to bet anything, Kevin? I do. Okay. But you should know this by now, Mike. I believe in you. Do you know which game I'm going to bet? Well, it sounds like what you just did is maybe you're taking the Eagles? Ooh, no. That I would fade the public. That's a good point. Okay. I am, and I. that's an interesting strategy. I will take the San Francisco 49ers. What a hater minus of the Cowboys. Four. I want to point out, before people get mad, I am going to go ahead and set that up. I would be glad to lose that $20, but... On the off chance that that's not how it goes down, I want to go ahead and hedge that bet. So you've got Kansas City minus nine. I've got San Francisco minus four. Just out of curiosity, I know we're free and clear. Corey, is there a game you would have bet? Just, oh, I've even taken a look. I okay. just knew I wasn't betting this weekend. So Probably. I, was like, I had too much nervous energy am, right now, dude. As we're coming to a close of the show and about to have a lot of fun, I'm going, I've said it before, but if you haven't heard, I'm taking 49ers 27 20. I don't feel super Hinder. confident about that because yeah. I do think the Cowboys can win this game. They had freaking 14 penalties last year, were sacked five times. And they still almost had a shot. Almost won. That being said, Brock Purdy is probably better than Jimmy Garoppolo. They are at home. Christian McCaffrey has been added to their team. Bosa was healthy last year and missed the whole second half of the game. I'm assuming he's going to be healthy the whole game. So I'm just going to lean towards the 49ers winning, but I'm not confident on that. 
Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. That bet was not for confidence. It was yeah. just to make me feel better in case the worst happens. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Segment one, check. Segment two, check. Time for segment three. It's time for Masterpiece of the Week. Howdy, fellas. Slim hey, Scotty, working hard. And he is. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm doing all right. How about Hello, how about Joseph. It's a beautiful Friday, right? Man, it is. Um, we are T minus yes. two more sleeps. 52 hours mm-hmm. from game time. I'm anxious. Not if you don't sleep. Yesterday I said three more sleeps, and Kevin said, not if you skip one. Yeah. Well, as Jerry said, you got to have a lot of fun before you go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your that's your homework assignment, Corey. Go sleeping. have a lot of fun. Okay. Will you feel better or worse? Kansas City and Philadelphia, both coming off buys, but both home teams. If both home teams dominate on Saturday, will it make you more nervous Sunday that it's just going to be tougher to win on the road, or will those games affect you Don't even care. I don't think so because of the rest factor plays. Okay. At least San Francisco did have to play. Gotcha. But if the Giants lose, if the Giants win, I feel like that adds pressure. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, now not only could the Cowboys win, <laughs> they could host the NFC Championship game? So, I don't know. That'd be very disappointing. Um, it's time for Masterpiece of the Week. We'll play all the funny clips that happened. Uh, I should have played this uh, last week. Uh, we had Brian Erlacher on. Yes. Yeah, and uh, he ended his uh, interview with a bang. Well, hold on. The Bears season's over. You're right. So, I'll give you a go, Cowboys, for this uh, Monday. How about what the, a Monday night playoff game? What the piss? That's a good point. Indeed, Brian Erlocker. <laughs> we were not fans of the Monday night game. Golly. But it worked out. No, he was really good too. That's a good one. Um Derek Holland was in on Wednesday, per usual. And uh yeah. He had a conversation about Vlad and oh uh, what he used to do. Fixes it. It's good for it. For I you to wash do, my hands. For I you don't... to do what again? Pee on my hands. Thanks All for right. the setup, Kevin. Now gross joey he's not so derek says he does the same thing there's other things with acid in it and vlad did it which like vlad didn't wear he didn't wear gloves when he went to hit baseball man just think if you have a game use vlad bat right now <laughs> don't lick it why would i ever lick the bat Mike? you love vladimir Guerrero. Yeah, but i'm not gonna too. go around and lick his baseball bat that I would be love disgusting the smell of pine tar and sometimes i sniff it on a bat yeah <laughs> I don't want to sniff Vlad's bat now that there's yeah. urine on it. But are you sitting there with the smell of pine tar going, can't wait to eat it? No. Two, two things you've never heard. I love the smell of pine tar in the morning. And you know what they say. What's the fastest route to the Hall of Fame? Pee on your bat. Moises, is Moises that, Alou is right? used to do yeah. that. I know that. He mm-hmm. talked about it openly and he was like, it helps with the calluses. Yeah. And I was like, he'll what? talk about that openly, but not saying, yeah, Bartman wouldn't have gotten. I would I wasn't <laughs> gonna get that ball. So let's ease off. It That's took years fantastic. Before he did drop fantastic that work there. I love Pee the smell hands. of pine. Pee on my hands. <laughs> um mark yourself saying yeah. that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, this one was great from yesterday. Uh how about some thoughts on Reggie Bullock? We're the KNC masterpiece. 95 mile an hour <laughs> shot from three goes in. Coming up next. The rim gets tired. <laughs> so he wore the rim down yeah. in January. And that's yeah. why it's like, all he right. He fires at 100 Hell miles in. an hour enough. The rim starts getting loose enough to take it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is. That's why they call it the shooter's bounce. <laughs> that is not why they call it the shooter's bounce. <laughs> just starts grinning and shaking. Because the rim got worn out? Yeah, because the rim can take it. That is not why they call it the shooter's bounce. That is factually inaccurate. I can't believe I missed that so much in the moment. Like, that was hilarious. That might be my folks. That was good stuff. Um, Of course, it's right 
before the tease. Um, uh, so we'll, we'll keep it with Mike here. Uh, this is from, I believe, a couple of weeks ago, weeks ago, and he was talking about some sort of exercise he used to do. The hardest cardio I've ever done, and there would be guys that I would work out with, and our trainers would go, you have to sprint on that for 30 seconds. So, and they would, it would show you like how many, I don't know how many, I guess flights you would go, even though you're not climbing stairs, but you'd have to just pump that thing <laughs> for 30 seconds. And I mean, <laughs> it was, you were completely and totally done what is, after that. Just- Man, listen to Corey. That's all business Corey right there. What is, he's got his follow-up question. He didn't joke, I feel bad for your wife or anything Uh, like that. I got a Versa climber. Then I found the name. The Versa climber. Yeah, because what did you call it at first? I couldn't remember. You just climbing this thing and it's the the Versa monster or something. 30 seconds is a long time. Oh my gosh. Sprint for 30 seconds and be like, nah, there's more in there. Pump that thing. Yeah, lungs, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is tough. <laughs> There's a lot of Gavin, or a lot of uh, Mike in this uh, masterpiece of the week. But uh, we're going to switch over to Gavin here. This is a little bit longer of a clip, but I, it was just, he was really just trying to keep it going. And then, you know, just psychologically, I could see it being like, this is so close that, you know, it's it that that could be a trigger for making him extra nervous. Where the longer it is, the more he's just like, "Well, I'm just going to kick the hell out of it and see what happens." <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Like when I got the yips in golf, it it only applied like once you got to five iron and down. The longer shafts, you know, really, <laughs> that really. You know, just a little chuckle. It's the moment when he realizes it, it's, too. And he's like, oh, there it is. And you can hear it with Mike at some point. There are some points where you're like, I will look at the rest of the people on the show, and I'm like, I have no idea why you guys are laughing. Mm-hmm. And then there are other times I'm like, well, crap. Yeah. You, usually, you immediately know. Yeah. You're the one person that I think on every time you'll say it and go, well, crap. This or, segment shoot. broke me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Whew. All right. Let's move on. Uh, This one's from Kevin. Tonight. Let me see if I can find this again. What? Well, you just said it was so big. Yeah, you forgot. Well, I want to make sure I get it right. Yeah, we got it, boys. See? That was it. That was the moment where he immediately uh, regretted his decisions. Play that one more time. Listening back, it sounds like I'm being entrapped. It really does. It really felt like you got to tell me if you're a cop. No. You just said it was so big. Yeah, you forgot. Well, I want to make sure I get it right. Damn it. Damn it. It did sound Uh, Immediate regret. That's that's the beauty of Masterpiece of the Week. You know, I I know we don't have the ability to do it, but I I, I want to do a write-in nominee. Okay. And we can't play it all. But the entire... Mike likes it last Friday about the oh, leopard. Yeah. Oh my god. Obviously deserves. I never of- hear that again. Good. <laughs> I, I thought safe. about I thought about just playing that for masterpiece uh, last <laughs> week. Just the segment in general. Um, this one comes from Bobby Belt. Uh, I believe it happened in crosstalk in the morning with uh, Sean and RJ and Bobby. Uh, so this is the one that Bobby sent me. And I would shoot in like nine holes. <laughs> 
Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> See, That's it corrupts. Bobby Bell, we'll be on with G-Bag later today. It's like, it's like the ring of power, right? Uh-huh. It's corrupted Bobby. Clearly, we talked about how Mickey has been corrupted by this segment. We'll uh, be on next week. I cannot wait to go out and play golf with Bobby and Derek and Choppy. I cannot wait to video that guy. Taking twenty shots to finally get it in the hole. Mike, will you uh, will you wish Daniel and Forney a happy birthday? He's forty six today. Happy birthday, Daniel and Forney. I'm glad it's your birthday today and not yesterday, where you share it with Javelle Magoo. <laughs> Golly, should have known. I'm voting for uh, I'm voting for Mike's. Uh, hey, we have one oh, more. Oh, 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 we have one more. Oh, Holy crap, Corey! Uh, and this one is is really good from yesterday. Coming up next, it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick and Derek Holland. Top 10 center fielders right now. Next. Did he burp? I was doing a fake throw up. (laughs) Oh. But it it sounded like a burp. I heard this was on G-Bag of the day, Mm -hmm. and they're like, what is this? What is he doing? I couldn't. I'm like, nah, (laughs) just like doing fake throw up. Oh, okay. (laughs) Pretty good. Okay, Corey, go ahead and vote. I'm voting for Mike and his power machine. Okay, pump that thing. First yep. climber. Pump that thing. About <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, I I feel like I was considering Dawson. He was like, you just kick it. And I thought that's not a way to foster that. Is I'm also going to vote All for right, that. You know, Mike? I'm voting for that other one around that one because it was good too. Okay, fair enough. What a really uh, vague statement. I can't remember. It was, right, it was earlier in the show and it was funny. Okay. Joey, do you know which one he's talking about? (laughs) Not really. Do you have a vote? Uh, I do have a vote. And I'm going to go with Gavin. So, two to one to one. Here it is. Mike, pump that thing. The hardest cardio I've ever done. And there would be guys that I would work out with, and our trainers would go, you have to sprint on that for 30 seconds. So, and they would, it would show you like how many, I don't know, how many, I guess flights you would go, even though you're not climbing stairs, but you'd have to just, pump that thing for 30 seconds and i mean it was you were completely and totally done what after is, that just, just waste i'm gonna tell you something i knew what i was at that point i was like i think they're making fun of me and that's why i didn't use the word hard so i was like i'm not gonna say hard and then I changed the sentence to completely done, which didn't help out either. <laughs> it did not. We're the KNC Masterpiece. Congratulations, Mike, right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation right here on 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Don't forget, Sunday, as if you would, Will Chambers and Kevin Gray will get to going at noon o'clock with the Cowboys tailgate show. Then at 2.30, the official pregame gets going with three quarters, essentially pre and post, three quarters of the G-Bag Nation. You got the game right here on The Fan. Post-game reactions right here on The Fan. And CA will be doing his player profile with Zeke. It's going to be a hell of a day, hell of a weekend. Today has been a hell of a day. I got a couple more shout-outs for you. Shout-out to Scott Wedgwood for the shutout last night for the Dallas Stars. And then also shout-out to Tyler Sagan, who had not one but two goals in the Stars 4-0 victory over the Los Angeles Kings. Right now, courtesy of Dean Emily Cena's time for our chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Peggy, we are rolling. Woo, I love to hear it. Love to hear it. 
Did you guys get all of your gambling done? Are you ready for the weekend? And if you can only pick one upset. So in the last 10 years, the home teams are 29 and 11 in the divisional round. So it almost evens out to three and one, three and one, three and one. You can only pick one upset. Which do you think, not what you want, but is the most likely upset this weekend? Ooh, the most likely upset. Um, oh, yeah, go for it. I, I, th- I think it would actually probably be the Cowboys. I, that is a very Let's reasonable go! answer. The most likely upset? Yeah. They're the closest I, spread. Are they the closest spread yeah. as well? That's a very yeah. reasonable answer. I think uh, the, the Cowboys certainly. Uh, otherwise, I'd, I'd go Cincinnati. I think Bengals have a really good shot to go in there and knock off the Bills. They're, that was my pick. They were playing really they well in that Monday night game. Uh, and I think Burrow, Burrow's the freaking man. Why are you shaking your head over there, Because he's mad because I said that was me and Mike's pick. That is definitely not Corey Majors. Yeah, he's not picking the Cowboys. And this is weird. This is just weird that Kevin's so so against the Cowboys. Because he's a hater? Yeah, he's a hater. No, 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 no. Hedge my bets. Hedge my bets when I bet with Mike. Yeah. I hope I lose $20 to Mike because the Cowboys are victorious. Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, you're a hater, but it's okay. Eric, where are you going? (laughs) Uh, those are those are both the two for me. I mean, I think those are the locks of the week. That's why I bet Baskey trying to get out of my ten dollar hole that I'm in right can now. Can I can I try to change your mind? <laughs> yeah, uh, you can try. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that the New York Giants have won six straight playoff games against the number one seed? I, I was going to say the Giants would be my team actually. Ooh. Well, how about it? They're yeah. fourteen and I, four against the spread this year. Honestly, Corey, I thought Holy you were the Dave's smokes. guy. I thought I you think, were going with your guy. I think Dave. the thing with the I think the thing that's interesting about the Giants is because Philadelphia had to play that game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, to win to get in, and and the Giants basically said, "No, nah, we'll mail this one in. We'll play it in a six point game." You know, and, and I, I I do, and I still believe this. I, I believe that the you know the quarterback shoulder is probably getting better, but what is Philadelphia's offense going to look like if he doesn't For sure. run the ball? Yeah, yeah, and this guy could throw the ball, but I, I tell you what, the front for the the Giants inside, especially defensive tackle with Dexter Lawrence and those guys, it can present some problems for you too. And I think with you know the the Giants are a scrappy kind of a team. They want to get the game to the fourth quarter, Whoa. and I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. it's going to be really mm-hmm. really tough if this game gets mm-hmm. to the fourth quarter that the Giants could. Could very well be there. Did we convince you? No. Uh, wow. <laughs> valiant. No, it's just a valiant. No, it's just a, just a thought, man. I think, like I said, I, I think people are underrating the Giants in this game because I think Philadelphia is banged up. Is this the, the traditionally this has felt like the best weekend of football because before we switched to the Super Wild Card weekend, you had same number of games and they were usually better games. Yeah. Is this still the best weekend of football because you get the most quality games? Hundred percent. You know, and there's no games on Monday either, which is weird. Yes. Yeah. It poisoned it to me. It didn't I mean, make it better. A, it could be one of the best just general sports weekends of the entire calendar. If you think about it. I mean, okay. you talk about from 2 o'clock till like 1030 or whatever on Saturday, you feel like you're locked in with some good football. And then Sunday, are you kidding me? That's like the height of sports pleasure going from Bills Bengals to Cowboys Niners. It's going to be incredible. Plus, the basketball season's going on. Yes. No, you're you're well, right about if that. If you remember last year. Yeah, the Mavs play at it, 1.30. This weekend last week one, was insane. <laughs> last year's yeah. games were epic. I yeah. mean, every year, the divisional round of the playoffs is usually the best weekend. You, all the teams are good. You don't make the divisional round by accident. You know, you're, you're not a bad team in playing. That was Kansas City-Buffalo last year with that. Kansas City-Buffalo? That one for sure. That yeah. was last. They were all awesome games. 
Corey, I hate myself for it, but my official prediction is 28-23 49ers. You'll bleep yourself, Kevin. Flip fair. It. That's fair. Flip it. 28-23 Cowboys. Yeah. I hope you're right, Mike, and you're at 27-20 San Francisco. Okay. Wolchuk? Uh, I am actually at 27-23 Cowboys. Oh, love it. Give me 30-26 to 26. Cowboys. Oh, my God. Brought us? 31-28 Dallas. Yeah. Mm. Hey, I love mm. it. Mm. You're going to continue mm. that positivity? Let's not play the game. Pure gold as always. Thanks <laughs> oh! for asking. My prediction coming up next. Okay. I love it. Roll home with the G-Mag Nation. Now that's how you do a freaking tease. We've been the KNC Masterpiece. Remember, everything Cowboys and football related you need will be right here on the fan. Roll home with G-Bag next. We'll be back on Monday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Hopefully getting ready for that NFC Championship game right here on 105 through the fan. Say shark dance. Kevin. Oh, y'all got whales? We got sharks. Say Wedgewall, Kevin. Wedgewood. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.